by the Society of Fat Mermaids. I'm your host, Mermaid Shamoni, founder of the Society of Fat Mermaids. Join me as we chat with fabulous fat folks making waves and doing fantastic and interesting things. We will learn about body positivity and fat liberation, and we will occasionally chat to folks such as tail makers who make life easier for fat merfolk. Let's dive right on in to this week's episode. This week's episode of Fat Mermaids Make Waves is brought to you by you. We want to know how you're making waves in your world, whether it's wearing a bikini for the first time, diving into your first mermaid tale, finishing that grad school program, or reading some educational materials that are expanding your world view. We want to know how you're making waves. Go on our website, fatmermaidsmakewaves.com, and leave us a voice memo that we may include on a future episode. Our first episode of Fat Mermaids Make Waves is a mini interview with Justine, the mermaid seamstress. Justine has been making their own mermaid tails for the past 11 plus years. They are a new Finn Folk Ambassador, and we recorded this interview live at Mermagicon 2020 last February. We will be interviewing Justine again as part of our Fat Mermaids Make Waves panel at Mermagicon 2021 in August. I hope you can attend in person, and if not, we will have that interview and panel discussion up for you. Enjoy this conversation where Justine discusses their YouTube channel, um, what she does when she gets haters, tips for modifying tales, and general advice for plus size mers. Hello, it's Shay Monique here with Fat Mermaids Make Waves, and today I will be interviewing Justine, the mermaid seamstress. Hi, Justine. Hi everyone. Hi Shay. Hello. I'm super excited to talk to you. Um, I've watched like a couple things on your channel, but not a ton. So this is going to be okay. fun because like yeah. literally just like getting to know you. So tell me Absolutely. about what you do as a mermaid. So I started out as a tail maker. I make fabric mermaid tails um, and I've been making tails for 11 years now. Wow, that's a long time. Yeah, so I started mermaiding basically because I saw Mermaid Linden. Okay. And um, I got a Finnis Rapid mm -hmm. monofin and there weren't really tail makers back then. Right. Um, other than silicone tail makers or kind of bigger name um, mm -hmm. tail makers who were making sequin tails. Um, oh. And so I just decided to go to Joanne's and get fabric and make myself a tail. Um, so now I have a YouTube channel that I have just reached two years on. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, I'm really excited. And I share swimming videos and uh, tail making tips and also tips on how to be a plus size mermaid and kind of how to deal with the flack that you get for for. For all of that. Okay. Okay. Um, do you find you get a lot of flack as a plus size mermaid? It, it really goes either way. Um, I get a lot of, I get a lot more, um, discouraging comments in my comment section that I get, um, than I get in person. Okay. So in person, I am greeted with such positivity and everybody's so interested in what I, I do. Um, and then you have the little internet sharks who just decide 
that they're going to eat away at your self-confidence. Gotcha. Which is really unfortunate. And what, what do you do to deal with that? Because I know that can be like really challenging. It's like you're putting your heart into something and then here's some random stranger like just wants to like bash you. And yeah. it's like even when you know that like what they're saying doesn't matter, it like hurts. So like how do you deal with that? So the way I deal with it personally, um, I it has taken me a long time to develop a tough skin. Um, but I... I deal with it. Sometimes I'm snarky. So the other day somebody said, um, you know, it's not fair. Whales have gills. Um, and it was actually kind of hilarious because I could pull out my biology degree and say, <laughs> well, actually whales are mammals. So that just makes you look dumb. Um, I love it. I was a little more salty than that, but yeah, for the most part, I really, outwardly try not to interact with them. I'll delete them from my comment section. I will, um, if when appropriate, I'll reply with a snarky comment. But um, for the most part, I do it so that the mermaids who watch my channel don't have to see that. Mm -hmm. Um, But how I deal with it kind of in my personal life is a little bit different. Um, I find that a lot of times, uh, unintentionally, you do internalize those things. Right, yeah. And um, sometimes that can be really hard, but seeing how far I've come with the, the tail making journey and just like um, getting so much positive feedback from people and, and hearing people say, oh, you made a difference. You gave me the confidence to start mermaiding um, has really kind of outweighed those negative comments. That's awesome. And are there any particular tips you have for plus size mermaids or someone thinking about getting into it? Yeah, um, a couple of things. Uh, don't be afraid to, um, to, to modify tails. Um, I personally, I, because I started out making my own tails, I know, um, a lot of things, a lot of reasons why things fit me and why things don't fit me. Um, so I often have to add elastic waistbands, stronger elastic waistbands to my tails, um, to deal with the size difference between my hips and my waist. A lot of tails that are made for plus size mermaids are made really big all the way up. Mm. Um, And a lot of us need more space to fit over our hips, but then have a smaller waist. And so to kind of create that taper, um, Uh. it really helps to put in new waistbands. That's my biggest tip. That's a great idea. Yeah. What's your, like, what's your favorite thing about mermaiding? Gosh, my favorite thing about mermaiding is just the confidence it gives me and the freedom to in my tales express what I want to express and just be the, be the mermaid that I, I think that they are. And, um, the other thing is just the community. There's so many really awesome people that I've discovered, um, through doing YouTube and through coming to the (laughs) Mermagicon. Um, and it's just really cool to see everybody's different images of mermaids and what they think. Okay. And, um, what is like, one of your favorite like mermaid memories or one of like your most magical mermaid experiences? Um, I think my most magical mermaid experience. So I grew up going a lot to Avoca Bahamas and um, it's one of the Northern areas of the Bahamas and the family islands that got hit by Hurricane Dorian and swimming there has always been very magical to me. And when I, I, realized that when Dorian was hit, when Dorian hit them, 
it wiped out a lot of infrastructure and things like that. And a lot of people are still uh, homeless because of it. Yeah. And just seeing the community respond in the way that it did and to take action and, and Society of Fat Mermaids uh, created their shirts for Dorian Relief. And the idea that merfolk make a difference is is really the most magical moment to me. And it is meant a lot in uh, seeing what I can do as a mermaid and the influence that the tale kind of gives and, and the broader aspect of that to conser- you know teach about conservation and activism and, and the power that it gives. Is there a particular cause that you personally champion as a mermaid? Um, so probably the biggest cause um, that I hope to make a difference in um, is um, what's it called? <laughs> Sorry, I have a blank. It's been a long weekend. I didn't say this weekend. in the beginning, but we are at the end of Mermagicon, and it has been a a lot it's of a wonderful things, but it has been a whole lot of wonderful things. Yes. And much like kids who go to two birthday parties in one day and come home and have ice cream, we're kind of all just a little done. <laughs> just a little done. Um, so I really like to talk about um, sustainability in, in fisheries and um, just the sustainability in terms of if what your impact is when you go to the beach. So making sure that you're wearing appropriate sunscreens um, that are ocean safe, making sure that if you are entering into wild areas that you respect the wildlife that's there, um, whether that be mammals, fish or coral, um, and just being sure to to bring that message to other people and to, to help our oceans stay clean and pretty and healthy. That's awesome. So you mentioned sunscreen. Is there a sunscreen you recommend that people use? Um, I actually recommend if you, if you can, um, wearing, uh, like shirts and cover-ups. So Mm. the, the, um, so you have the UV protection. Yeah. So you have the UV protection without, um, using sunscreen and then look for sunscreens that particularly don't have oxybenzone, benzone in them and things like that. So, uh, titanium and zinc oxide. Um, are the two best and only those ingredients. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Um, is there anything you like about being a bigger person? Like, I'm sure, like, you know, we're always kind of like, oh, it's hard to find this and it's hard to find that. But, like, what do you love about your body? I don't get cold as easily as everybody else. Especially when you're swimming, right? Especially when we're swimming. So it's a perk great. to be a mermaid. Yes. It's great. And and kind of this goes both ways. So the perks of being a plus-size mermaid are, first of all, that I don't get cold as easily, which is awesome. Um, I can usually stay in the water a lot longer um, than other people. And the second thing kind of goes both ways, but it's really nice to be a little bit more floaty (laughs) Um, when you are doing something that is uh, like exhausting and and you're not constantly trying to stay up. So there are easier there. You know, it does mean you have to compensate for it. So as being a mermaid, a lot of people like to sink, but you can put a little bit less energy into staying at the top and hanging out. <laughs> nice, nice. And so then the way you grew up, um, going to the Bahamas a lot, you've done a lot of open water swimming then? I have done a lot of open water swimming. I am a certified scuba diver. Um, I'm working towards my free diving certification. And um, I did uh, six mile swims. Um, 
six mile swim. Six mile open water. Swim. Wow. Yeah, wow. it was a long distance open water swimmer. So. That's wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So, what is it like to mermaid in open water? Mermaiding in open water is a very different experience. Um, my favorite thing about it is just the expanse and seeing um, what, because there's a lot less current under the waves. So being at the surface is one thing, but like once you get under the waves, you're just surrounded by so many beautiful things. And whether it's just the white sand and the expanse or whether it's, whether you're on a coral reef or whether there are fish around, um, it's just, it's always so beautiful and, and, and just stunning, but it also, it never stays still, which is one thing that I really love and, and being kind of playing in the waves and being carried um, by currents and, and things like that and just playing with whatever I want to. So that's amazing. That sounds totally delightful. Is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners and viewers um, about anything really about mermaiding, about mermaiding as a plus size person, about just life as a bigger girl, yeah. anything you want to share? Um, well, kind of the biggest things is if you're, if you're new to mermaiding or haven't started yet, this should not be an obstacle to you. Do not see this as an obstacle because anybody can be a mermaid. And if you, you might find that you have confidence in a mermaid tale that you've never found before. I definitely attribute mermaiding to one of the things that helped me kind of get over my self-consciousness of being a larger person and really step into my own and owning the fact that I can do all of these things um, that all, you know, I'm a six mile swimmer. I, you know, uh, spend so much time in the ocean. I am a scuba diver and, and being able to say those things and recognize that whenever people tell you like, or make assumptions, uh, whenever people tell you it or make assumptions about what you can and can't do, they don't know you. And you can do anything you put your mind to. And no matter how much negativity you might get from, from the people around you, there will always be that one person who just stares at you in wonder and is amazed um, at your tale and your performance abilities. Awesome. And as Society of Fat Mermaids, like, we're kind of like actively trying to like reclaim the word fat, but I know that fat is a very like triggering and powerful word for a lot oh, of people. Yeah, and a lot of people just don't like it. And everybody kind of has their own way that they prefer to like describe their body type. Um, how do you describe your body type? What language do you like to use? I actually really just use the word fat. Um, I do not find that offensive anymore. Um, I used to when I was younger, absolutely. Um, but I think that using words like plus size, I, I am less comfortable with those because I feel like they're trying to sugarcoat something, mm -hmm. which, and sugarcoating by that, I mean, just that it's like, just go ahead and say it. Like, right, right. Yes, I'm fat and I'm fine. Like, you don't have to, I know, so you don't have to like, <laughs> 
tiptoe around it. And I think more importantly is like, it's not a bad word, but a lot of us as, I mean, just through society in general, and then often like we teach kids like, don't say that, that's a bad word. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, or it could just be a description. Right. Like using it definitely takes away, like, I feel like using the word fat is empowering, but I also observed myself like even with this interview like saying plus size or larger curvier because I know so many folks grew up being offended by that word so like even though I'm like we're the society of fat mermaids and we're reclaiming the word fat and we're fat and it's okay and whatever like when I am conversational with people I go back into those old habits and like I'm like uh I don't want to offend anybody like Right. I, you know, like, I know you agreed you to do this I interview, but like, assume, I don't want to, right, assume right. that you're, you're with you're me okay. on this journey. Yeah. Right, right. Exactly, exactly. And I grew up in a, in a situation where like, you know, uh, trying to recognize and say like, oh, I'm a, I'm a larger person or I'm a fat person and having friends and, and family say like, oh, no, you're not. And I'm like. Right. <laughs> like, uh, yes, like you don't have to be offended to agree with me on that. Right, right, right. Cool. Thank you yeah. so much for chatting with me. Thank you so much for having me. It I'm was so, so great excited. to finally meet you in person. I know. This has been such an awesome weekend, just like meeting everybody. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts or words? No. Th- thank you so much. And you're continue welcome. doing what you're doing. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I have like, I'm totally going to accept that dinner invitation because I have cool <laughs> things to tell you. This okay. has been a very productive weekend. Wonderful. All right. Oh, Fat mermaids are indeed making waves. I'll just say that. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Are you enjoying Fat Mermaids Make Waves? Are you planning on attending Mermagicon in August? Make sure you have a great seat at our live recording of Fat Mermaids Make Waves on Sunday, August 8th at 9.30 a.m. at Mermagicon. We are going to have a full panel of fabulous fat folk talking to you about their experience mermaiding. See you there.